What happens after a police officer shoots someone who's unarmed? For decades in California, internal affairs investigations, how the police police themselves, were secret. Until now. Listen to On Our Watch, a podcast from NPR and KQED. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson. It is New Music Friday, and from May 21st, we've got tons of great stuff, starting with Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I think that I'll die before I drink And I'm so caught up in the news Of who likes me and who hates you And I'm so tired that I might Quit my job, start a new life And they'd all be so disappointed Cause who am I if not exploited And I'm so sick of 17 Where's my fucking teenage dream If someone tells me one more time Enjoy your youth, I'm gonna cry And I don't stick up for myself I'm anxious and nothing can help And I wish I'd done this before And I wish people liked me more all I did was try my best It's the kind of things I did I'm relentlessly upset He said he saw the golden years But I wish I could disappear Ego crush is so severe God, it's brutal out of here That's Brutal from Sour. That's the debut album by Olivia Rodrigo. Joining us from Chicago to talk about Sour is my colleague from NPR Music, as well as our marvelous sister podcast, Alt Latino, Ana Maria Sayer. Welcome, Ana Maria. Yo, thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. So until the very beginning of this year, Olivia Rodrigo was known mostly as an actress on a couple of kind of Disney-adjacent TV shows, most recently High School Musical, The Musical, The Series on Disney+. Plus. But in January, she put out her first single called Driver's License, and it was instantly massive. Ana Maria, tell us about Olivia Rodrigo. So I'm going to be real with you guys. Um, I have been getting in a lot of arguments since driver's license dropped. Okay. Um, I think, you know, because it blew up and the way that it did, everyone's out here kind of theorizing, like, what happened? There was a perfect storm of TikTok and the drama around it and, and her fame that she already had. And I think people did not want to believe that Olivia Rodrigo was legit. They're like, <laughs> you know what? It was this one hit thing. I don't know what happened. Weird Spotify algorithm thing, but like, that's it. So I'm very excited about this <laughs> new album because this is my suck it album. I'm like, everyone, listen up. Olivia Rodrigo is real. This is the ultimate validation. Um, <laughs> fair to say, I, it blew me away. I heard the album. I was running around. My jaw was literally dropped. She, she could have gone, you know, for the classic pop, cookie cutter whatever album she could have really put out anything and 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 people would have listened for sure that's just like the situation right now but she she went for it she put heart into it she put soul into it she put nuance and honestly if anything i would call this album a, a pop survey it's not just one thing it's not just one sound it's really her saying I'm pulling from all these different pop queens, all these different styles. You can hear Lord in it. You can hear Billy in it. You obviously hear Taylor in it. I hate to make the Taylor comparison, but Taylor is literally all over this album. <laughs> um, but she did it, and she did it really well. 
Olivia Rodrigo in interviews has talked about being a huge Taylor Swift fan and a, and Lord, as you said, Lord, I hear Lord all over this thing. But I also, in the track that we played at the top of this segment, I heard a lot of like the alt rock of the 90s. I heard Elastica. I heard totally. Veruca Salt. And I think that kind of informs and transforms this record in really interesting ways. And I had kind of the same reaction to it that you did. You know, I, and even Driver's License, which just kind of came out of nowhere and was so ubiquitous, I listened to it a couple times when it came out. People were talking about it, and I filed it away as like, oh, no, this is very good. And then I was listening to this record, and it pops in at, like, track three, and I about halfway through the song, I suddenly got that thousand-yard stare where you're really, really <laughs> feeling a song. Totally, totally. And I suddenly was in my 48-year-old teenage feelings uh, in a way, in a way that I really... I love that. In a way that really, really works. I, I think it's terrific. I think she is absolutely here to stay. Oh, 100%. She took the bar that Taylor met and she brought it up to here, which you can't see me, but like my hand is on the ceiling. (laughs) I'm like, I just think like at that time, the generation that Taylor came up in, like the expectation then was, oh, you know, like a sweet singer songwriter, pick up your guitar, have some nice lyrics, sweet vocals, don't really get into it, don't really be a part of the conversation. And I think this generation that Olivia is coming up in, like, People want more. People want her to be a part of the conversation. I mean, if you look at her just as a personality, as an artist, she's talking about activism on TikTok. You know, she's getting into things. She's being a part of the conversation. And I think the way that she's doing that is reflected in her record. She's mature. She's sophisticated. She is authentic. She's talking about teenage things. But she also is really not afraid to try different styles, to pull on different sounds, and to be something that is more than just a pop teen first record. She is a pop voice that we're going to be hearing for a lot of years to come. That's Olivia Rodrigo. Her new album is called Sour. Thanks so much for joining us, Ana Maria. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's go next to the rapper Patrick Page II. Patrick Page II has a new album called If I Fail, Are We Still Cool? A lot on my plate. I try to count my blessings instead. I just count my blessings instead. I just A lot on my plate. I tried to count my blessings instead, I just count mistakes. Weight on my shoulders, feeling like I squat a hundred plates. Step on the gas, I get impatient, but it ain't no brakes. And ain't no sweat on face. Think of my future often, like what I have to show for life before I'm in the coffin. Hitting my trees put me at ease aside from violent coughing. Sit in my car and I twist up, release the thoughts that's toxic. Driver's seat is my office. Hand me a mirror, I show you my greatest threat. Hand me a bottle, I'll spill you my greatest regrets, yeah Hand me a mic and I'll spit you a page from my journal I pray that the message is clear and it grows on eternal Strict on myself, I gotta keep a curfew Try to remember patience is a virtue Hope with myself so you don't even have to Yeah, nigga, I ain't ask you 
That's Curfew from the rapper Patrick Page II. He plays bass in the fantastic experimental R&B group The Internet, um, but he's explored his solo side in the last few years. This record includes loads of guests, including several members of The Internet. With us to talk about Patrick Page II is NPR Music's own Bobby Carter. Bobby is, among many other things, a producer for Tiny Desk Concerts. Hey, Bobby. Steven, we're back, baby. What's up? <laughs> it's great to have you here. Bobby, tell me about Patrick Page II. Yeah, man, I, this is, for me so far, the surprise of 2021. Like you said, he's the basis for the band, the internet, and for nearly a decade now, they've probably been the R&B band that we check for. And most of the members have released solo projects just to sort of stretch, you know, scratch that itch and keep things sharp for when they regroup. Uh, lead singer Sid has dropped the solo project along with some Lucy's and other uh, keyboardist Matt Martians as well. And then guitarist Steve Lacey dropped one of my favorite projects of 2019. I've sort of appreciated them more uh, because they sort of show and offer that they're so different from each other. So when they get back together, it's something to celebrate. First of all, I love the title of this record. <laughs> you know? Can we relate to that? I mean, have you ever, if you haven't asked anybody that in person, I mean, you're, you're thinking that sometimes with, with <laughs> family and friends, right? Like, if I fall off, like, is it all right? We, are we cool? Well, and also, like, will you still like me? That's right. You know? <laughs> There's so much, uh, and it really works through thematically. It's a very appropriate title because yeah. this is a record about overcoming self-doubt yeah. and kind of overcoming a certain amount of imposter syndrome. Yeah. And, you know, he's not uh, really a front man, typically. No. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a bassist. Yeah. And so this is him. I mean, he put out a record in 2018 called Letters of Irrelevance. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's kind of coming to terms with who he is as an yeah. artist a little bit and really bringing that into these songs. Yeah, I mean, you know, he comes from a band that, you know, there's like I said, they're so different and but they're very dominant personalities and dominant talents. Like I think of it kind of like, you know, maybe not to the same extent, but like the Wu-Tang of R&B, like they can all branch <laughs> off and do their own thing solo and hold and hold their own. So that's got to be pretty intimidating, right? But I'll tell you, man, he came with it with this project. It's a concept-based album, right? It sort of plays out like an airline flight and it's yeah. just really well thought out, and, and, and he, he really did what he had to do. And, and I hope now that people recognize that. Pay attention to Patrick the next time you, you go check out the <laughs> Internet because he knows what he's doing, man. And, and to me, it's, it's probably the most entertaining solo project from the band so far, I'll be honest. Wow, that's great. Well, that is If I Fail, Are We Still Cool from the rapper Patrick Page II. Thanks for being here, Bobby. No, thank you, Stephen. My pleasure, dude. Let's go next to Allison Russell. Allison Russell has a new album called Outside Child. I was the queen of West Mount Park. It was all mine after dark. Gold willow tree, it was my throne. Till I, till I went home. Father used me like a wife. Mother turned the blindest eye. Stole my body, spirit, pride. He did, he did each night. One for the hate that loops and loops Two for the poison at the roots Three for the children bragging Four for the day we're standing in the sun The 
That's Fourth Day Prayer from Alison Russell. Her new album is called Outside Child. Alison Russell is one half of the duo Birds of Chicago and one fourth of the supergroup Our Native Daughters. She's also a former member of the Roots folk band Poe Girl. Joining me from his home office in Philadelphia is John Morrison, a writer and host of Serious Rap Shit and Culture Cypher Radio. John, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. So Alison Russell, she's been in a bunch of bands, but this is a solo project and it is beautiful and sometimes painful and always really deeply personal. Yeah, this is a a stunning record. I had heard uh, Our Native Daughters. I wasn't super familiar uh, with Alison before uh, digging into this record, but yeah, it's gorgeous. It's this really beautiful, uh, poetic meditation on on youth and growing up uh but it's also a story of abuse and survival and digging your way out of these layers of trauma and you know the the songs are really magical but the magic brings along this like tinge of deep sadness along with it, it it's it's an incredible piece of work yeah i think magic and sadness really are intertwined throughout this record. And, you know, she is dealing with some really painful and serious subject matter, but still manages to make these songs sound vibrant. And that is just such a feat. Yeah. It made me think about memories and it made me think about memory itself as a construct. You know, the music is uh, very dreamy, textured, like there's these beautiful, uh, vocal harmonies and and instrumental textures happening but the core of the songs itself they're very uh piercing they're like emotionally piercing and it it gave me that bittersweet balance that sometimes happens when you you know remember your childhood if you grew up a certain way or certain things happen to you you know you get that feeling where it's like oh a lot of this is sweet but a lot of this is very bitter and you know, you walk away from this record feeling like, yo, this is a person that survived some serious shit and poured a lot of that heart and emotion and, and understanding into these songs and, and into this record. Guest performances all over it. Yola, Erin Ray, the McCrary sisters, her uh, partner and husband from Birds of Chicago, JT Nero is on this record, sung in a mix of English and French. It, there's just so much going on here and it's so beautiful. That is Alison Russell. Her new album is called Outside Child. John, I'm going to have you stick around. We have a handful of other records that we want to play for New Music Friday, but first we need to take a quick break. This message comes from our 2021 lead sponsor of NPR Music, State Farm. To celebrate their surprisingly great rates, State Farm invites you to discover the surprisingly great genre, Lowercase. Definitely unlike anything you've ever heard before, Lowercase music is created from remixing ambient sounds like crumpling paper and smashing light bulbs. Give it one listen and you'll never look at paper the same way ever again. Now that you've discovered Lowercase, take a minute to discover State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp, offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Joe knows that lockdown has been hard on us as humans. We as people are hardwired to connect with others, which is why this whole time is so difficult. The connection that happens between people can be very powerful, and how healing it can be to have a healthy relationship with someone to get matched with a counselor within 48 hours and save 10%, go to BetterHelp.com songs. 
It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we are looking at some of the best new albums out on May 21st. Let's kick off the second half of our show with Georgia Ann Muldrow. Georgia Ann Muldrow has a new album called Vito 3. Old Jack Swing from Georgia Ann Muldrow. Her new album is called Vito 3. That's V-W-E-T-O. It means gravity in the Kikongo language. Uh, This is the latest in a series of really funky albums from a musician who is all about kind of obliterating genres. John, I know you're a Georgia Ann Muldrow fan. Tell me about this, uh, this new project. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, first installment of this series came out 10 years ago, which is... (laughs) blowing my mind to to think about that but when when you listen to each installment you really get a sense of a how she's uh one of the most inventive producers out here working today but then also just how much music she can command Uh, a lot of this is like you said it's really funky but then she can also dig into like a spiritual jazz kind of vibe. She's, you know, adept at creating like soul music. She really has like a command of lots of different genres of music and she flows through all of these different sounds real fluidly. I listen to it on my computer, but it feels like it should exist entirely on vinyl in just some fantastic dusty collection of, of deep cuts. Uh, Georgia Ann Muldrow said of, of this album, was it? Uh, it's intended for movement. It's to be played when you birth yourself back outside after a long introspective period to get the things you need. It intends for you to be your own superhero and wants to be your theme for power. And like, I'm sorry, man, who does not need that right now? <laughs> You know, it's an album for re-entering the world after a long introspective period. That is exactly what the world needs. 100%. And it's interesting. A lot of these tracks, uh, a lot of it feels like the score, like a personal score or soundtrack. I'm thinking about uh, the song Shana's Back. It has this epic, optimistic feel. It feels like the ending credits of a movie. You know what I mean? Uh, Ghost Ride. It has like these sci-fi futuristic sounds she's really flexing a lot of styles all over this record and yeah it does feel like you know the soundtrack to your life and it's all over the place in the best kind of way she is an intense talent i mean she writes all this stuff she performs all this stuff she produces she arranges she mixes and just put together a really great record that's vito 3 the new album by georgia and moldrow john thank you so much for joining us yeah absolutely thank you steven 
All right, next up, we've got a terrific young rapper and singer named Audrey Nuna. Audrey Nuna's debut album is called A Liquid Breakfast. Yeah, one, two, flicker, you wanna pump my speakers. Three, two, three, better blow your mama's teeth out. A chew like I'm bigger than a spit like I'm Nina. Wish you very conscious, set fire to my sneakers. One, two, flicker, might need some anesthesia. See me in the bleacher, but I cut up like a Nita. Chew like a pricker, then I wanna spit like a Rita. You see me, you feel me, you got me, Eureka. What you want? Everybody know what you want. Say, I was talking bad. Some trousers and a black eye Three, two, three, only say what's up for the Wi-Fi Guess I'm supposed to be grown This how I feel, bone to bone And I did post, but I'm alone Rich off catfish like Petco Damn right, she stole that Picardi Damn right, he drive a Ferrari God damn it, ain't even a party Without you flexing that Murakami Always late to the best Showtime never ask Power rate in the flash When it's on in this kind of it back That's Damn Right from Audrey Nuna's new album, A Liquid Breakfast. Joining me to talk about Audrey Nuna is Tariq Moody of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. He's the host of Rhythm Lab Radio and 88.9 After 9. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Stephen. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to have you here. So Audrey Nuna is a rapper and singer from New Jersey. She's been bubbling up with a bunch of really terrific singles. She was one of my favorite Austin 100 discoveries going into South by Southwest 2020 until South by Southwest got canceled that year due to the pandemic. So rediscovering her a year later, it feels like nature is finally healing. Yeah, I have been a fan of hers uh, when I first heard uh, uh, like one of these one-off tracks on the internet when she used to be called Audrey. So, you know, she used to like, didn't have a new one, but I guess because of Google makes it hard yeah. to, to find an artist named Audrey, uh, she added the name Nuna. But I, I featured her also on my Artist to Watch special on Rhythm Light Radio in January of 2020. She's bound to be huge. I don't know why. Maybe it's her, her style, her, her, her voice. I don't know what it is about her music that really just makes me think she is going to be huge in the next couple of years. Yeah, she's smashing up a lot of genres and personality into her songs. She's kind of a funny loner oddball, and she's she's rapping and singing about drugs over here, but also just like identity issues over here. Yeah. There's just like a lot of personality coming through in these songs, and the mixes are so springy, they just feel like they were made for car speakers. Oh, she's just playful. Like, I was reading about her. Like, she doesn't consider her fun. She doesn't consider herself a rapper. She loves just using words in different ways and using her voice as an instrument. You can definitely hear it on this project. Like, that whole album just shows her versatility. And that's why, I guess this is why I really think she's really something special. Is that I, from one song, you hear like this crazy banger where she is rapping to another song where she sounds like Janet Jackson or something. It's just <laughs> something. The versatility is, especially someone this young, to sound this way and just completely just blow my mind and like how, how just different tracks and different voices, but it, she does it so well and so effortlessly. 
it's just interesting, you know, as you said, she's she's very, very young, you know, very early, like early 20s, but she already has like all these credits, you know, she's been dropping these singles for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. She had a song in a Google Pixel commercial. She <laughs> uh, used to, she sang the Star Spangled Banner before a US Open <laughs> um, mm-hmm. when she was like 10. She contains multitudes and I appreciate that. <laughs> this is just her debut EP and the EP, like most debut EPs are like what? three tracks, four tracks. This is like a full-length album of songs. She is something that I I guarantee she's going to have millions and millions of followers by like 2022 and playing like arenas. I just have that strong feeling about this young woman. Yeah, she sounds like a star. That's Audrey Nuna. Audrey Nuna's new album is called A Liquid Breakfast. Uh, Tariq and I have one more record to get to on this week's New Music Friday. But before that, I want to do a quick lightning round to recommend a few other records coming out this week. A few big stars are back with new projects out today. 21 Pilots, uh, they've got a new album called Scaled and Icy. The country star Blake Shelton returns with Body Language. And Counting Crows are back with their first new music in seven years. They've got a new suite of four songs. They call it a suite. It's called Butter Miracle Suite One. The great North African guitarist Emdu Mokhtar is back with Afrique Victim. He was on All Songs Considered pretty recently, but this new record is terrific. Uh, The joyful Japanese band Chai has a new record called Wink. If you haven't watched Chai's Tiny Desk Concert, please rectify that this instant. Speaking of Tiny Desk Concerts, a few other Tiny Desk veterans have new albums out today. Uh, Lamb Chop is back with a new record called Show Tunes. The ambitious rock band Lord Huron returns with Long Lost. The jazz harpist Edmar Castaneda is back with a record called Family. And Red Barat frontman Sonny Jane just dropped a solo record, albeit one with a ton of collaborators. That's called Phoenix Rise. The folk music duo Rising Appalachia is dropping a surprise album today. That's called The Lost Mystique of Being in the Know. There's an electro-pop singer I really, really like. Her name is Claire George. She makes dreamy, swirly, kind of bittersweet music that really sticks with you. Her first full-length album is out today. That's called The Land Beyond the Light. And finally, Tariq, I know you are a fan of the group Blackjacks. Uh, They're a rock band from Johannesburg that's been around for ages now, but they haven't released a full-length album since 2009. Now they've got a new record of kind of Afrofuturistic rock out today that's called Abantu Before Humans. We've got one last album on this week's show. Erica de Cassir has a new album called Sensational. I thought you were so nice If you wanna be my type 
That's Polite from Erica de Cassir. She is a 22-year-old singer born in Portugal, now based in Copenhagen, Denmark. As you could hear in the bit we just played, she specializes in a kind of slinky, alluring, <laughs> R&B-drenched pop. Tariq, tell me more about uh, Erica de Cassir. It was during the pandemic. You're familiar with the Boiler Room, right? They had this kind of pandemic series, and uh, they were doing this uh, kind of a benefit, and Erica performed. I was watching. I was like, who is this person? <laughs> and I started digging more and got digging more, and I like checked out her debut album, Essentials. I'm like, oh my God, there's something really unique, and there's a tinge of Sade, a tinge of Aaliyah, but then it's like you hear the modern R&B kind of songwriting and the singing but the music is tropical, you know? It, it strips away the, the production of what you hear from 90s R&B and adds this kind of tropical vibe to it that really just gets me, like puts me in a different mood, puts me in a person that's not very romantic, wants to be romantic, listen to her music, let's put it that way. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here like, let me light a candle here. Wait, I'm single, what am I doing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely hear the, the Sade in it. I mean, this is a moody and subtle record. It was really interesting kind of reading about her. She was inspired. She grew up obsessing over, you know, pop and R&B from artists like Avril Lavigne and Destiny's Child. <laughs> and and you hear it. You hear that kind of, there's a timeless quality to it, but it, it really harkens back to, like, this record could have come out in 2000 in a yeah. lot of ways. And, and you know, if, I think you and I both, uh, as being gentlemen of a certain age you know it is transporting us back to when we were young when we were their age but also like you mentioned 2000 like there's one track i can't remember what it's like the final track that brought up mj cole remember mj cole that two-step uk garage mm -hmm. she brought that in as well like there's this mixture and blending of genres but it's it just sounds just perfect and uh like even the lyrics are just classic 90, 90s r&b lyrics like but i love the one song like on the track called all you talk about where she says versace this versace that i think that's kind of a felt like a kind of jab i think that's migos right versace oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he goes when you're going to see me i'm bored out of mind babe just put your hands on me it's kind of like she's kind of countering the 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 kind of materialism of some of the new R&B and hip hop with going back to that 90s and even 80s R&B lyrics of just like, just let's just hug and like just have romantic evenings. We don't need all this superficial houses and cash. And, and it's kind of nice, kind of nice uh, relief from that as well. Yeah, and appropriate to that, it feels big budget, yet, you know, she writes and produces or co-produces all her own songs. Mm -hmm. It still feels homemade in a way. And I, I think that's appropriate to kind of where she's coming from lyrically. Just like I said before, and it was like, I was just surprised when I heard her in Boiler Room and then I saw she's on 4AD and like, huh, that's an interesting signing. But like, again, like I think artists like Erica uh, is, is something unique and I think people are going to love this record. Yeah, that's sensational from Erica de Cassir. That'll do it for New Music Friday. Thanks so much for joining me, Tariq. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me. If you want to hear all the music we've featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and on Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. And a reminder to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's put together by the magnificent team of Marissa LaRusso and Lindsay McKenna. To subscribe, go to npr.org slash music newsletter. You can follow all of us on Twitter at NPR Music. You can find me at I Dislike Steven. You can find our 
guest Anna Maria Sayer at Anna Sayer, that's A-N-A-S-A-Y-R-E, and our guest Bobby Carter at DJ Cousin B. Cousin is spelled C-U-Z-Z-I-N. Our guest John Morrison is at John underscore Liberator, and our guest Tariq Moody is at Hobo Architect. This week's show has been produced and edited by Bob Boylan. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Stephen Thompson, encouraging you to be well, take a break, and treat yourself to lots of great music.